podcast time. Okay, let's do this. Episode two, baby. All right, hold on. I got my notebook. Got my notebook, so we're gonna uh, get down to it, baby. All right, I've got some uh, some things to talk about today. I hope you like what I have to say. So yeah, I guess uh, I guess everybody enjoyed last week's debut edition of the Birthday Boy podcast, and oh, it's uh, officially on iTunes, so that's good. And hopefully, unlike my previous, if I if I can get three podcasts, I will have set a new personal record. My last podcast called Slamcast in 2010, which is actually still I can't believe it's still it's on fucking iTunes still. Still there, all these years later. I mean, why would it be? Why wouldn't it be? Uh, yeah, it's still there from 2010. Good old Slamcast. I did two episodes, and then uh, that was it. Uh, but the excuse that I use, my official stance, is that we moved to Florida, and I just never got a chance to to do it again. But the uh, the unofficial stance is that I'm way too lazy, and uh, so I had plenty of opportunities to do it again. I just didn't. <laughs> spent nine years thinking about doing a podcast and then finally a week ago did a podcast and uh, I think based on some feedback that I've heard I think it's uh, I think you guys liked it so that's great that's great that makes me so happy <laughs> so anyway um yeah no cool man I'm glad you uh, I'm glad you guys like the podcast and I'm gonna keep doing it for as long as I possibly can. Which again, that could be that's a it's a week to week thing. Let's let's treat it let's treat it that way. Just treat this like a week to week. Just be if there's a podcast that gets released by me, uh, good, that's great. And if not, then uh, it's probably never going to happen again. Because that's that's how I roll. That's how I do everything. I either uh, all or nothing, pretty much. All right. So anyway, good birthday last week. Did the podcast. Went out with the family. Had really good sushi. Uh, three of the four of us ate a shit ton of sushi, like way too much. Um, but that's good. There's no there, there's no such thing as too much. Um, so yeah, it was good. It was a good birthday. Like last year sucked because it was on my birthday that I found out that I was. My birthday was like on a Thursday last year. Yeah, and I found out that the following Tuesday I was gonna have to get up and fly to Omaha and spend the next indefinite amount of time in Omaha. Luckily, it was only about five or six weeks when all was said and done, but that was still way too much time to be in a Blomaha, as I like to call it, and then I found out that every other consultant that I worked with also called it Blomaha. Probably a lot of the people that live there, too. Sorry, Omaha, but, you know, very nice people, very friendly people, Uh, but that place sucks. (laughs) It sucks for me because it's whatever. Uh, anyway, sorry if you're from Omaha, if I have offended you, I'm, I'm sorry that you live in Omaha. If you live in Omaha, 
Uh, but the Midwest is nice. It's, uh, you know, as far as the people, like I said, the people are great. It's just, you know, and the cost of living is fucking Jesus Christ better than the South. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, buy, buy property in Omaha. Don't move there, but just buy, buy property or buy land there. I don't know, man. That place is, uh, you know, it's not near the coast. It's not like, it's not a coastal city. It's not super, it's, I think Omaha seems like it's either really hot or really cold, but, um, yeah, don't move there. Just buy, buy property there. Cause I think, I think shit's, I think shit's going down in Omaha. I will have no part of it. I don't want to be there at all, but shit's going down in Omaha. So be on the lookout. There's my, that's my investment advice. You just wait and see. I'm telling you right now, you wait and see, you fuckers. You're not listening to me. You're laughing at what I'm saying. But you just wait and see. I'm going to be right. Shit's going to happen in Omaha, and then you're going to say, whoa, man, we should have listened. We should have listened to Johnny Boy, because he said it a long time ago. Buy something in Omaha. Buy something in Omaha. Just don't move there. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, it's a nice little town. People are very friendly. They've got the College World Series until, like, the end of time. So there you go. That's something. Uh, so anyway, yeah, I found out on my birthday last year that I was going to have to go to Omaha for, you know, it was an indefinite amount of time at that point, but it ended up being, it actually ended up being longer. They said, oh, three to, f-, actually, it wasn't indefinite. At first, it was definite. You'll definitely be there for two, maybe three weeks. Okay, okay, I can handle that. And then it ended up being, oh, we don't know how long you'll be here. And then I kind of, you know, I made it pretty clear that I didn't want to be there. But finding, you know, that was my birthday last year, was like, oh, yeah, instead of going in the middle of June, you're going to go to Omaha next week on Tuesday. So get ready. Like, fuck. And it sucks. Like I don't care. Like it doesn't matter if it's Omaha. Just I mean, Omaha is a shitty place to go, especially from New England. To have to go, there's no direct flights. Um, you know, from Philly or something like that, there's direct flights, and then from like New York, Connecticut, there's some direct flights. Obviously, Chicago, those kind of places. Not from Boston. Not from not not anywhere in New England is there a direct flight to Omaha. So that just made it a million times worse. And then, of course, the, the worst part was being away from from the family, the kids, the wife. So that was a shitty birthday. The year before uh, was shitty, too, because I was waiting to hear about a job that I ended up getting, but I didn't find out. They said I was going to find out that day, and I didn't find So it's just like stuff happens on my birthday that if it was like a normal day, like who gives a shit? It's it's like a sh- just a regular sucky day. But when it happens in your birthday, it just makes it, it just fucking exacerbates everything. It exacerbates it big time. Uh, but this year's birthday was great. Eating a ton of sushi, doing the podcast, spending time with with my kids, with my wife. That was great. It was real nice. And then, of course, my birthday's always you know right on or around the Memorial Day weekend, so that's uh, that's nice too. Uh, so anyway, the only I guess the only like the only problem is I just fucking hate summer now. I used to love summer like most people. But I think living in Florida and living in these hot temperatures, I just, I get nervous because you get used to those things where summer just doesn't end or it ends after like nine or 10 months. So now I have a harder time enjoying summer and I just, you know, and then like being a fat guy too, you just want cooler temperatures anyways. 
us fat guys were no uh, no big fans of humidity and bright sunshine beating down on our faces. So like I'm just as soon as as soon as we get into like April and May when that first the first hot day of the year comes, which Monday was really or Sunday or Monday, both of them were really hot and I fucking just hated it. And I didn't want to do I didn't want to do anything. I love when it's when it's like 60 out, that's great. And then, you know, when when it feels like fall, and I love winter because you get an excuse to just stay inside and be lazy, which is what I love doing. And I love going outside too, but Jesus Christ, when it gets up to like those hot temperatures, man, I can't I can't take it anymore. I just can't. I don't know if it's some combination of like fatness combined with having lived in warm climates that I I just don't I don't do well in, in the heat anymore. I used to be a fan. Not so much these days. And then there's other things that come along with summer that I really have just grown to hate. Um, you know, last week is I think Memorial Day weekend is also the unofficial kickoff of uh, middle-aged bald guys with baseball caps riding around in convertibles because every other car on the road was a middle-aged white dude in a convertible with baseball cap on. So it's it's old guy in convertible. I say middle-aged. It's old guys. Old guy in convertible weather. And then you've got the birds chirping and the laughter of children, and it's just nauseating. All of those things are just like, and I have kids. I've told my kids before, like, I've sat them down and said, I like, I really like you guys a lot. You're two of my favorite people ever. Um, and I, I like a lot of your friends, and I like, uh, you know, a lot of my friends' kids. But just generally speaking, I just don't like children, especially when I, I like l- laughing children is one of the one of my least you combine children laughing with the sound of birds and then combine that with the sounds of like splashing in a pool and a barbecue and all these all these sort of summertime sort of cliche things just makes me want to like crawl into bed which I did I did a fair amount of that last weekend so that was the good thing that's the one good thing when it gets to be too hot when it's in the 60s 50s 60s maybe low maybe low 70s no humidity? Great. Let's go outside. Let's go to the park. Let's go for a hike. Let's let's do all this shit. And I love going for a nice long walk in the woods. I love going to the mountains. I love going to the beach. No, I don't like the beach. I like going to the beach. I like the ocean. The beach itself is, you know, stupid. Who needs it? It's just sand everywhere. It's a whole thing. You got to get, like, all your shit together. Beach chairs. Food. Maybe, like, if you go to a certain beach, there might need bathrooms aren't there. But then if you have to go to the, like, who wants to use one of those fucking disgusting beach bathrooms, like a public beach bath? Oh, forget it. It's awful. Just leaving the house sucks. I think that's, I think that's what I'm getting. I think that's what I'm getting at. I think I, I don't, just leaving the house, nothing good happens ever. So just stay inside forever. Buy, buy land and property in Omaha and don't leave your house. Those are two of the best pieces of advice I can impart. So yeah, you got old guys in convertibles, you got birds chirping, you got kids laughing and screaming and it's just it's just it's awful. It's just sickening. By the way, fuck who who decided that the birds get free food? Like what's what do they do for us that's so great that we just we go out of our way to spend all this money on these big bags of fucking feed 
for the birds? And then when did we decide that the squirrels aren't worthy enough of getting this food? I'm just curious. I don't like either one of them. I hate birds and squirrels. But why are we get we get so angry? Like we, we leave out free food for these stupid birds, and then we see a squirrel trying to get the food, and we go crazy. And I've done it too. I've gone out and like screaming at these squirrels. Yeah, you fucking squirrel, get the fuck out of there. Like, what, did, what the hell did they do that's so bad? I mean, they're all annoying. All the, you know, critters, just, you know, they're, they're all annoying. But, like, is there something that the birds did that was so great that they, they earned this food, this free food that I'm spending my heart? I'm not spending my hard-earned money on it. I've never spent a dime on food for birds, and I, I'd like to say that I never will. In fact, I'd like to, say, I'd like to make a promise to myself, to all, every bird out there, as long as I live, I will never spend a penny on free food for you, you fucking assholes. 4.30 in the morning in the middle of summer. It's bad enough that the sun's starting to come up that early. And then I got to hear these every goddamn bird on the planet singing outside my window. Get the fuck out of here, man. Uh, by the way, birds can fly. They've been given the gift of flight. It's not enough that these assholes can fly. Now they get free food from us. They can fly anywhere they want to. And oh, by the way, here's some free food. Like, seriously. Fuck yourself, you goddamn birds. Anyway, enough about birds. Enough about squirrels. Fuck those. Fuck those assholes. Free food for birds. Uh, so I figured, uh, I figured I'm just going to uh, tell some stories things from the past I guess it's I guess every story is from the past technically uh, but I want to talk about a couple things from this week too so I had a sick child this week and I had to go to the grocery store in the middle of a Tuesday afternoon to get Elio's pizza and so as I'm standing there with in the middle of a Tuesday a it's pouring rain. I've got like gym gross gym shorts on, a hoodie. My hair is very long right now, so I look like um I don't know, like <laughs> like fat Fred Savage from the Wonder Years. Uh and I've got Elio's pizza for a sick child, and that's it. I went to the express line, I had two boxes of Elio's pizza, and also I happened to grab a box of uh, sparkler. I had like a four pack of sparklers. I thought, hey, some this this will be fun for the kids someday. They'll like to play with the sparklers. Uh, so I'm cashing out with my with my sparklers and my Elio's pizza, as uh, as one does in the middle of uh, a rainy Tuesday afternoon. Uh, just the usual for me: a couple Elio's and some sparklers. Yay Tuesday! And then I saw as I'm cashing out, I saw my my good buddy who works there. By good buddy, I mean not buddy at all we're not buddies um but he's a nice kid he does like a little bit of everything if he seems to be everywhere that i am whenever i'm in the grocery store and wherever i am he comes up and he does like a fist bump okay that's good i don't want to shake his hand but then sometimes he comes up and he throws his hand up like for a big for a big hearty handshake and i'm like oh come on dude the handshake really um i'm not sure how we how we became buddies but uh i think maybe i, I don't know when he, he, I, I think it's the fact that he was everywhere that i was if i was out uh taking groceries out to my car loading them in the car he was out getting all the baskets to bring back into the store 
If I was down the soup aisle looking for soups, there he was with the giant push broom, like the janitor from from high school that takes up the entire length, the entire width of the aisle. And uh, if I'm if I'm uh, cashing out somehow, he's there like to help bag, or he's everywhere. I feel like he just follows me around the store, and I can't. One time. The kids and I went in. We wanted ice cream cones, and I looked in the ice cream section where they have all the toppings, where they have all the you know chocolate sauce and the syrup and the and the sprinkles and the jimmies, as the New Englanders say. And I couldn't find cones, and so I asked a guy who was working there, and he said, "Oh, sorry, it's my first, it's my third day. Let me go get somebody who'll know." And I said, "Oh shit!" And then here comes my buddy. Help me find the ice cream. He does everything. He takes carts. He finds ice cream cones. He sweeps. Um, but somehow we've become like bros. And he comes up and he fist bumps me. But he changes the fist bump every time. So sometimes, sometimes it's a fist bump, and that's fine. And then other times he'll hold his fist out, and I go to fist bump him. And he's this is the other thing. He's very temperamental. So I'll go to fist bump back, and then he starts yelling at me, no. And then he's like does the you know pounding the top of the fist and then I have to do I have to reciprocate and go pound the top of his fist but I don't know that I didn't get the memo of what fist bump are we doing today and then sometimes like I said he just flat out comes up to like shake my hand and I no 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 handshakes fist bumps okay um but this this kid he's super nice he's super nice but he's so like I've become afraid because like whatever my reaction is to whatever's going on with him, and he's one of those oh woe is me guys. No matter what, if I see him on a Sunday, like hey 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 buddy, how's it going? Ah, oh, been here since seven a.m. I go to work till three, and he's kind of like rolling his eyes and dragging it. I'm like ah oh, man, and I'll say something to just be kind of you know show some empathy. Be like ah oh, man, that's brutal. You know, say I, I worked till ten last night, and then I got here at eight this morning, and I got to work to the and at this many hours, and I'll be like, "Oh man, that's that's brutal." And then he'll he'll turn to me and he'll go, "No, it isn't." And I'm like, "What? Okay, okay, sorry. It's not brutal. It's great." And then so then I'll go to the opposite and be like, "Okay, well that's cool though. You're making some bucks." And he'd be like, Ugh, "I'm working too much." And I'm like, okay, well, it's, so money's not good. He works brutal, but it's not brutal. But the money, the pay's good. Like, I don't know what I don't know what to say. So I've gotten to the point where I'm just, I'm just, at, I'm like, what, what do you feel about that? He'll come, he'll come up to me and say, oh man, I worked until eleven last night, and then I had to open the store this morning, and then I'll be back again tomorrow. And so instead of reacting. I'll just say, mm, and how does that make you feel? And then he just shrugs his shoulders. He looks at me, I don't know. All right. Cool, man. Cool story. Cool friendship that we have here. Cool, cool. So, yeah, if you can uh, if you can figure out a way to befriend the cart wrangler slash sweeper slash ice cream cone finder that you may have at your local grocer, I, I highly recommend doing that. Because it's uh, it's really exciting. It's a it's an additional thing, uh, an additional obstacle on top of having to spend an hour 
at the grocery store trying to find all this shit on a Saturday and you just want to get home and get groceries away and get back to your weekend. And then on top of that, you have to tiptoe around this guy who's complaining about his work day. And then when you try to empathize with him, he yells at you. Oh, man, that's that's tough, man. Sounds like a little. No, it isn't. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, it's cool, man. You're making some bucks. Well, how does that make you feel? I don't know. Every time. And then he tries, like, he's, he is a sweet cut. He's a sweet kid. I was down the soup aisle, and he had that push broom one time. And I had my, uh, I had my phone, and my phone out. I wasn't talking to me on the phone. And, uh, <laughs> this is really bad. Uh, so he's pushing, he'll also play these games. Like, if he sees me in the aisle, he'll, he'll go, beep, beep, out of the way. If he's pushing the broom down the aisle, and I'm like, oh, for Christ, I'm just, I just want my groceries and get fucking soups and my milk and my butter and I want to have my sparklers and my Elio's pizzas and I want to get the fuck out of here. I don't want to be here. I don't want to play broom games with you either, you son of a bitch. A sweet kid though, sweet kid, nice kid, lovely kid. Uh, so he does that a lot and then one of the days he's pushing his little broom and I, and I, and I was looking, I was pretty focused, I was laser focused, I had tunnel vision because I was trying to get the right condiment uh, soup or whatever whatever aisle I was looking at I was trying to get the right thing and I can out of the corner of my eyes I see this guy and he's like beep beep I can hear him in the distance beep 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 move out of the way and so I immediately I just pick up my phone <laughs> and I just go yeah so I'm looking uh I'm looking at uh, they've got a couple different kinds of soup which ones do you want to get and I can hear the kid. So obviously, I'm just pretending to talk to. I'm pretending to talk to Kim on the phone. That's what I'm doing. I'm pretending to, to talk on the phone so I don't have to play broom game in the middle of a Saturday because I just want to go home. And so, uh, yeah. So I just keep getting closer. Beep 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 beep. What's that, honey? Yep. Okay. I've got this soup. They've got uh, they've got bean soup and they've got. Uh, and, and and he went right past me and just kept going. And I felt kind of bad because he's you know. Like I said, he's a nice kid. Nice kid, lovely, lovely boy, lovely fella. But I don't want to play games every fucking time. I just want to get groceries, and I want to go, then I want to go home. I want to cash out quickly, and I want to go home. That's all I ask. A fist? You want a fist bump? Okay, we'll do, let's do the one fist bump. But I don't need to fist bump you every one of the seven times that I see you during the course of my one trip to the grocery store. If I see you in the grocery cart section and we fist bump, that's the fist bump. That's the fist bump for the day. Not like later on I see you next to the carrots and then we fist bump again. We don't need to do a produce fist bump. And we don't need to do a bakery fist bump. We don't need to do the meat counter fist bump. We just one fist bump per visit is enough. And we don't need to modify, modify the fist bump every time I see you. And the broom game needs to be done. Because I don't, I don't want to do the beep beep out of the way. Like I, I get it. You're trying to sweep. But I'm, I'm standing here for a purpose. Not to play the broom game, but to find the right can of beans. Or the right bottle of mayo chup, which I've learned in the recent weeks is a thing. They actually have a thing called mayo chup. Cameron and I found it at one of the stores. It's at every store. It's at Market Basket. It's at Shaw's. It's at every store. And it's called mayo chup, and it's exactly what you think it is. Because for people who are so fucking lazy that they can't buy mayonnaise, and ketchup, they can buy mayo chup, which I can't imagine there's any other purpose of mayo chup 
except for a burger. Burger is the only purpose. There's no other purpose. You can buy ketchup, and you can get burgers, you can get fries, you can put it on like whatever. You can you can get mayonnaise, and you put it on a sandwich. Put it on different kinds of sandwiches. You can put it on a burger. Use it for this, that. I, who gives a shit? Whatever you use mayonnaise for, you can use it. Putting in your chicken salad. I don't know. Mayo chup <laughs> can't be used on anything because what other things do you put ketchup and mayonnaise on? I don't know. Maybe there are other things. Tell me if there are. I only I, a burger maybe. Well, you have to be some kind of piece of shit to go in there and buy a mayo chup. But anyway, uh, yeah. So one fist bump. That's plenty. No more. No no additional fist bumps. No broom games. No mayo chup. I don't ask a lot from my grocery store, but I ask for those things. So, anyway, speaking of grocery stores, or stores, I spent a lot of time, as I mentioned last week, I spent a decent amount of time at Costco uh, buying vanilla shakes. And <laughs> yesterday was one such trip. So we went, by the way, I, so I've got my oldest... Cam, she's in she's in way too many things right now. Like she said it. She's she we don't force her to do any of it, but we ask her, do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? If the catalog, the brochure, the program guide for the YMCA comes out and there's some things in there, we I go through them. I said, Hey, I've circled some things that might be of interest to you. And she'll say no or yes. And then if she says yes, we sign her up for it. And right now she's signed up for this class. Last year she took this like actor acting class at the Y. It was just it was a bunch of kids. They made up this play and then after eight weeks they performed it in front of us. And it was great. Cam actually did a great job. Like she was so outgoing and memorized her lines. It was really fantastic. So she seems to have a you know pretty good uh, pretty good ability for for act the theatrics and that sort of thing. So they had a they had a class this spring semester that she's still in called Broadway Stars. And she fucking hates it because I guess they've added not just the acting, but there's a song and there's dance numbers. And even though she's taking hip hop dance, which she loves, this dance number is evidently it's very cheesy and stupid. Uh, so every Thursday we go over there and she just fucking hates it. She fucking hates it. And I keep telling you, you've got three weeks left. Just just do it and then do the dance. And we'll, you know, and she, and she just she hates it every day every day but but it's one of those things like you can choose to do it or not do it but once you sign up for it you're committed you have to do it okay and she understands that she doesn't like it but she understands that and uh so while she's at this broadway stars thing and well while she's at dance class or my other ones that you know if, if kaylin's at swimming they do swimming they do dance they do golf and they do broadway stars and all these different things at the y I, t- I use that opportunity to go do a couple miles around the track. When I say do a couple miles, I mean walk at a pace that looks like an old lady at 8 a.m. at a shopping mall. You know, just pumping my little legs and my little arms and speeding around doing those laps. And I get my two miles in. And then I try to run a little bit too. Trying to trying to not be so fat these days. And uh, I've really, um, boy, and we'll get to Costco in a sec. But as far as this Y goes, this YMCA, I've really come to, um, this will shock you. This may be surprising, but I've come to really 
really hate people even more as I'm walking around this track. I used to do the treadmill, and then I got tired of that. I don't want to. I don't want to be so close to everybody. There's like one person on one side, one on the other, and it's just too much. And I don't want to watch TV. I listen to. I listen to things. I listen to music. I listen to radio. You know, podcasts or whatever. While I'm while I'm on the treadmill, I don't like looking at the same thing while I'm on the treadmill. So I have to walk around the track. And man, oh man, these fucking idiots! When you're walking around the track. It's like there's the there's the walking lane, there's the uh, jogging lane, and then there's the running lane. It says it. Like every five feet, it says it. But nobody seems to know that. They don't look down or they don't see it. I don't know. Because every time like I'll go for a walk, and then all of a sudden there's three people side by side, standing next to each other across all three lanes, having their little walk, and they're chatting, and they're having a nice time. Oh, did you see last week? Oh, yes, it was. we went to this restaurant. It was wonderful. Shh, get the fuck off the truck. Go, go outside in the parking lot and do this, you asshole. Go to a field somewhere. Go maybe the maybe traffic. I don't know. So everybody, and it's not just me, but everybody who's running now has to like maneuver their way around these fucking assholes. And it's 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 everybody. Women, men, it's kids. They let kids on this track for some reason I don't fully understand. Because then these goddamn kids get up there. And there's this one kid, this little this little bastard, who's walking around. I'll be, you know, and if you're walking, everybody's walking at a different pace. So it's okay. It's, it's kind of like traffic on the highway. You're in the slow lane. That's the walking lane on the right. If you need to go, you pass somebody, you go around them and then you, and then you get back into your lane. No big deal. Well, this little fucker, every time I see him out there, this little kid, and he's got his little t-shirt tucked into sweatpants. So you already know he's a fucking dumbass. Then I see this kid. And he's walking in the lane and he's going kind of like really slow and I'm coming up behind him like, all right, I'm just going to pass this kid. No big deal. So I start to pass him. And then just like, by the way, on the highways here in good old New England, as soon as I go to pass him, the fucker speeds up and I'm speeding up like, what's what's your deal, bro? And then he starts like pumping his little legs and pumping his little arms even faster, faster, faster. Then he he breaks into a full-on sprint. Okay, he's going to run. Fine, he's, he's running. You can do that. You can make that choice. If you're walking and you want to start running, if you're running you want to start walking, you can do that. Just be in the correct lane. So he starts running. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't need to worry about passing him. I'll go back to my walking in my right lane. Then, all of a sudden, I look up and who's right in front of me is this little bastard. Shoelace Boy is his name, and I'll tell you why in a sec. Well, I'll tell you why right now. It's because he's also carrying a shoelace, just a just a sole alone shoelace that he's got one end holding in his hand, and the other end is dragging across the track behind him. This little tucked in sweatpants shirt, shoelace holding son of a bitch, carrying a shoelace around the track, getting in front of me. I try to get in front of him. Then he starts running. Then he stops running. So he runs ahead. Great, he's gone. Shoelace boy is gone. Then I catch up to him. All right, now I'll go around him again, or at least attempt to, hopefully. Then he starts running again. So then I get back in my lane, and this little bastard's dragging his shoelace, running, stop, start, stop, start. And then, uh, you know, and then eventually I just start running. So I'm like, I got to get, I got to get on the, I got to get like a half a track length away from him so I just don't have to deal with this at all. 
And then sure enough, do I catch up to him? Of course I do. And then he does the same shit again. And then he decides he's had enough track and then he jumps off the track. And then I come around the, the loop, the lap, the whatever, uh, later. And I see him just, he's just standing there. And he's just like, he's twirling the shoelace around and he's just staring at me. And I'm staring back at him because I know he knows that I know. I don't know what that is that we all know, but we know and I know and he knows. Twirling that shoelace fucking oh, tucked in a T-shirt tucked into sweatpants. What else do you what else do you need to know? Of course, he's the kind of kid who's going to be a total asshole on a track. So yesterday I'm running and I don't do much running. It's more walking at a very brisk pace. And so then I, you know, I do a mile. And when I get to like, you know, two laps before the mile is up, nine laps is a mile. I get to seven laps and I run the last two. Do it again. Run the last two. And I had put my, uh, you know, those AirPods, the little charger thing, I had put it in my sweatshirt pocket. And when I went to get Cam from her class, I went to put my AirPods away and there was no charger. So surely it must have dropped out on the track. And then as I recalled, ah, when I was coming around the track, I saw three girls sort of swarming around something on the on the ground, on the track, and I didn't think much of it other than they had just come to a screeching stop in the middle of the track and I had to go all the way around them, like just like Shoelace Boy and just like everybody else on the track, just like the elderly people who, just like, Again, in New England traffic, as I'm coming around, you know, the entrance to the track, people stop, they stand there, and they look both ways to see if they can go out on the track, and then they wait for me to get closer and closer, and then they jump out right in front of me, just like traffic uh, in Massachusetts, and certainly in New Hampshire, and everywhere else, let's be honest. Uh, shitty driving is not exclusive to New England. Maybe shitty track walking is, I don't know, but it sure does suck uh, here in my neck of the woods. So anyways, these girls are, you know, they're hovering around something, and I, I thought nothing of it. I thought one of them dropped something, so I just kept going. Went to pick up Cam. No charger for the AirPods, so I saw those same girls sitting at a table. So I walked up to them. Excuse me, and uh, they were probably like high school, I, I want to say like 14, 15, 16 at the, at the oldest, probably even younger than that. I don't know. So I felt weird enough. And I'm like drenched with sweat and I'm, you know, old and fat and I'm beard and gray hair. So like, oh, I really didn't want to have to like go up to talk to them at all because I knew they would be terrified. But I wanted to find my charger for my pods. So I went up and excuse me, excuse me. And I was very gentle. I just wanted, ah, excuse me. And the three of them, the looks on their like deer and headlights. But uh, yeah, like leather face is the headlights instead of a car. They were just like horrified, like, who is this horrible man? And why is he talking to us? I said, excuse me. And then I had to acknowledge, too, that I noticed them on the track, which felt weird, too. Like, I only noticed them because they caused me to have to move out of the way because they stopped in the middle of the track. So, excuse me, you guys were on the track. Did you happen to see a charger for these AirPods? Oh, yeah, we did. We I was like, oh, great. You saw it? You fa It was on the track somewhere? You're like, yeah, we found it on the track. Like cool. Uh, did you do you have it? Did you bring it to the the, the front desk or something? And I'm like, no, we just left it on the track. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. So you just you found it on the track, and then said the best place for this piece of equipment is to remain right where it is on the track. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. 
So I ran back up and did a loop around the track. And uh, it wasn't there, of course, because a smarter person found it and uh, brought it to where you're supposed to, which was one of the desks. So sure enough, it was at one of the desks I went over and I said, oh, excuse me, is that, uh, did somebody turn that in? Ah, why, yes, is that yours? Yes, it is. Oh, great. And then one of the ladies at the desk, you know, I was talking to the one, one of the girls at the desk. Here's your thing. Thank you. I appreciate it. And then another, some old broad comes over and she goes, boy, you sure are lucky. I'm like, looked at her like, what? Okay. Well, yeah, I'm lucky I found this. Why? Uh, you sure are lucky. I'm like, what am I lucky? You don't need to tell me that I'm lucky. I know I'm lucky. Like, does that add to the conversation? I found a thing. I said, thank you. I dropped something, as people do from time to time. And I used to work in a store where we had a lost and found, and people would come up to the lost and found, and I would say, hey, here's your wallet. I'm really glad you found it. I wouldn't I wouldn't then opine on, on what role luck played into us finding the wallet or just... You lost a wallet and you found it. Great, it's back. I don't need to I don't need to fucking tell somebody that they're lucky that they found something. They don't need to tell me that I'm lucky that I found my thing that I found. Because frankly, now I'm thinking I'm not so lucky because I had to interact with this moron telling me I'm lucky. I started to think I probably would have been better off if somebody had just stolen it and then I just had to pay for a new one instead of having to have any interaction with you to tell me I'm lucky. Thanks for the feedback. I already thanked your friend here. You didn't really do anything. Somebody found it and brought it over to the table, and you left it there, and then I came and claimed it. It's really no big deal. I dropped something. It was picked up. I have it back. Thank you. I'm thankful for that. Fuck. Uh, you sure are lucky. What do you, you tell me that for? You fucking asshole. Anyway, so... Oh, in addition to that, as I'm walking around the track, there's this son of a bitch, this bald motherfucker. You got shoelace boy with his tucked in sweaties, t-shirt sweaty tuck in uh, thing happening. Then you've got uh, bald kettlebell dude. This son of a bitch with his little kettles, his little kettlebells, walking out on the track. Like there's a workout area. There's a li- there's a weight area. That's where the weights stay. If you want to go onto the track. You need to walk, jog, or run, as the little writing indicates on the track itself that nobody seems to look at because they don't do any of those things. They just drag shoelaces and talk with their friends about lunch while everybody else is trying to actually get something accomplished on the track. I don't know why half of you people are here. So kettlebells, he's doing his little kettlebell. He's doing his little squats with his kettlebells and his over in the weight area then he comes out and he's just standing he's just standing on the portion of the track that overlooks the swimming pool holding his kettlebells staring at the swimming pool so i got past him and if, and also uh, i do I, I might say things out loud as i'm walking on the track as i'm going past him I'm like oh, i'll move i'll move oh excuse me excuse me <laughs> But was my walking on the track in the way of your standing there doing jack shit on the track, you bald kettlebell fuck? God damn. Then, on top of that, when we left, this kettlebell bald motherfucker, I knew because I saw the sun shining off of his stupid bald head in his stupid car while while we were pulling out of the YMCA. Then, just like everybody on the track, just like him with his kettlebells, cuts me off in traffic. And then has the audacity to stop at the stop sign. Now, you should always stop at a stop sign. You should come to a complete stop. 
But when the stop sign, when the only traffic that be, that could be coming from the stop sign is from the little uh, fenced-in area where they have, like, the plows and the salt trucks for the winter, like, nobody's coming. How long do you have? So I'm yelling out the window, like, I don't think they're coming to salt the roads. You can go. Because he didn't just stop. He stopped, and then he waited all fucking day. So he's got his little stupid kettlebells holding up my track. Then he gets in his dopey car with his little bald head wait, waiting in case uh, a sand and salt truck came out of the little salt truck plow area. You son of a bitch. Kettlebells and shoelace boy, they're all made, for, they're, they're, they're meant for each other. They're all meant for that track because it's a fucking loony bin up on that goddamn track. And I'm one of them because I run around and I say things out loud to people when they get my, oh, no, oh, no big deal. I'll just, I'll go, I, how many times on that track do I just yell, I'll go around. Oh, pardon me. I was in your way. Anyway. So yeah, it's really enjoyable. I really uh, I enjoy the the time that I get to spend uh, doing my little walking, running hybrid thing around the track, and uh, and all the all the wonderful wonderful people that I get to interact with. I just I really enjoy it, and I love seeing all the children up there with their little sweatpants and their shoelaces, uh, whether the shoelaces are actually on their shoes or not. I mean, who gives a shit? As long as the kids are having fun, I'm having fun. Oh, and, to, and then to hear them all laughing, uh, and then to walk outside and there's birds chirping, it's just, and then, you know, the bald fucking kettlebell guy, I'm sure he's going home to get in his goddamn sports car too and put on a baseball cap, I guarantee you that son of a bitch. Oh, it just, that, that's why leaving the house is stupid, because nothing good happens, because you run into morons everywhere. And as Kim uh, Kim mentioned to me last night when I was telling her that I that I will say things out loud uh, when I'm on the track. Oh, don't mind me. I'll move. Oops. Oh, I'm in your will. I'll go around you. Uh, people probably don't realize as Kim brought to my attention. <laughs> as Kim brought to my attention, people probably don't realize that I'm talking to them. So they probably just think I'm talking to myself. So they probably think I am as crazy as I think they are. So it probably really does just look like a loony bin up on that track. People walking around, t-shirts tucked into sweatpants, and then you've got guys with like khaki dress pants with dock ciders on. Why? Like what? The it's the YMCA. It's like average Joes from the movie Dodgeball, which is great on one hand because I'm I, I don't want to go to like you know Globo Gym with like the big you know it's it's intimidating to me as like a fat guy who's not in great shape but wants to be, and then to go there, I'd rather go to the YMCA. I like the average Joe's aspect of it, but then at the same time, that's also the exact same thing that makes it suck because you got all these fuckers with their shoelaces twirling around, standing there with kettlebells, cutting people off to talk with uh, with, to talk with Doris, I, who I haven't seen in a week. Oh, great. Well, let's talk about the, the barbecue this weekend. Get the fuck out of the way, Doris. I don't know what your name is, but get out of the way. So yeah, there's all kinds of uh, ridiculous characters, and it's just uh, it just really adds to the adds to the flavor. It just really adds to the enjoyment of the whole thing. Uh, so anyway, so we left, and then Camp comes out of that fucking Broadway stars class, and I don't help because then we get in the car and I start you know singing very poorly, uh, you know just making up uh, things about Broadway. 
and it really infuriates her, um, which is what I like to do. And um, so after that, we took a little ride over to good old Costco to get vanilla shakes and to get uh, delicious veggie straws with now have they now have sweet potato straws in it, which is delicious. And um, that was it. I didn't tell Cam about this because she also flips out if we leave the Y, whether it's dance or golf or whatever it is. If we leave the Y and go anywhere other than directly home, she will flip the fuck out. And not flip out, but she'll be really pissed. And so <laughs> sometimes I won't tell her because I want her to be as happy as possible for as long as possible. So I figure if she's going to get mad at me anyways for taking her to the grocery store or to Costco or someplace, I might as well just drop this news on her when we get to the parking lot and let her enjoy the ride. Because if I tell her immediately when we're leaving the Y and say, hey, I got I to gotta make a quick stop at the grocery store, she's going to be pissed the whole time. Might as well let her be happy. And then when we get there, she can be pissed for half the time. So we got to Costco, and just as I'm pulling in, I said, oh, hey, by the way, I got to stop at Costco as we're you know, pretty much pulling into the parking spot. Uh, and, you know, of course, a big groan and a sigh, and she's pissed off. And uh, so, so we get there, and and then again, uh, I'm still a little wound up from from kettlebell, from bald kettlebell bastard, and from shoelace boy, and from oh, aren't you lucky? You're lucky. You sure are lucky. Uh, so I'm I'm still like wound up from from all that shit. And so when we get when we get to Costco, um, I get Cam out of the car. We go around. And I go to I go to grab a shopping basket, a shopping shopping cart, a carriage, as the New Englanders say. Uh, I go to grab the, the basket, and on the other end, as the two fucking idiots who are in charge of getting collecting all the other baskets from the rest of the parking lot, they see me standing there, and they're pushing they're pushing the baskets from their end, which is now pushing our end of the baskets, almost you know running over my daughter. So of course. I'm not going to be quiet about that. I'm like, so I do more of my, you know, like I do at the Y, like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. We were in your way. I'll move out of the way. And then I, you know, I also sometimes if I'm, I'm already in a bad enough mood. So I was, I just, I was, you know, I looked at Cam and I said, geez, there are morons around here. A bunch of dummies. And as Kim reminded me, I used to yell at Kim because Kim would say things when we were out in public. Uh, just fearlessly because I think she expected that if anybody got mad at the things that Kim would say out in public, they wouldn't take it out on her. They'd just beat the shit out of me. But Kim reminded me like last night she said, man, you don't need me anymore. You're doing just fine. You're going to get yourself killed uh, just by being you. So don't, don't, don't blame me anymore, which is true. Kim hasn't attempted to get me killed in public in a very long time. So I'm, I'm yelling at these two morons with their, their shopping baskets and we get inside and I'm like, all right, let's just, we're going to get vanilla shakes and then we're going to get veggie straws and we're going to get the fuck out of here. And I, to get to the villain, vanilla shakes or the veggie straws either have to go a long way around boring things or go the short way through the aisle with all the candy and chips and all the fun stuff. Yeah. And I just thought, hey, you know what, Cam Cam doesn't want to be here. She's not going to care about any of that stuff. Let's just go get the two things and get, get out of here as fast as possible, as soon as possible, as fast as we can. So we get to the end, 
And there's all kinds of candy and stuff. Cam saw a thing of chips. Okay, you can get the chips. Fine, fine. It's $6 for the box of, you know, the variety pack of baked chips. That's good. That's pretty good, too. I like those. So let's get those. And then we get to the end of the aisle. And this guy, the weirdest guy I've ever seen, is giving out free samples of, uh, uh, like, Welch's fruit snacks in little, uh, you know, like, medicine cups. Little, you know, those little, like, shot glass versions of, you know, that you'd... You go to a hospital and somebody would have their daily pills in one of these things, but he's got the little fruit snacks, maybe three fruit snacks in each cup. And I, I should have just ignored it and should have just gotten you know what I need to get. And I said, "Hey, Cam, would you like to get a, some free fruit snacks?" So she took some, and it's her favorite kind of fruit snack, which I wasn't thinking. I should have I should have been aware of that. I should have been cognizant of the fact that these Welch's fruit snacks really top of the line when it comes to fruit snacks. I think the Walmart brand of fruit snacks with the little smiley faces is probably the worst, probably the bottom, below the bottom of the line. And I think Welch's, if you were to rank the fruit snacks, I think Welch's is is right at the top of the list. So Cam had a few of them and said, oh man, that was good. I said, yep, good, nice little treat for you. Okay, let's go get our shakes and our veggie straws and get out of here. She goes, wait a minute, Dad. She goes, I need to get those fruit snacks I'm like what and the guy giving out the free samples he said you should get these fruit snacks they're delicious only 1049 at the end of this aisle he was so strange I'm actually I'm starting to wonder if he was even an employee of Costco I think he just was a guy with a white coat Maybe I'm remembering this wrong. I feel like he had a white lab coat on maybe it's because he was handing out fruit snacks and little medicine cups but I really, I feel like he had a white coat, like not just the usual Costco smock, but just like a lab coat. Eh, there's no way he worked at Costco. There's no way. Yeah, eh, I don't think so. Anyway, gotta get the fruit snacks. They're at the end of this aisle for only ten forty nine. I'm like, okay. I said, uh, Cam, do we really need to get these? And she says, yes. We must get these fruit snacks. I want them. You took me to Costco. I didn't want to be here. I want those fruit snacks. So I said, well, I am spineless, so okay, you can have whatever you want because I'm not the kind of guy to say no to you. And so we got the fruit snacks. And then I, I realized, like, man, <laughs> I forced you to come here, and uh, I really regret it because I, if I'd come by myself, I would have gotten exactly what I needed and got the hell out of here. And now I'm like... An additional 15 or $20 in the hole because of these fucking chips and fruit snacks. And she laughed maniacally and uh, said, yeah, so don't bring me next time, you fucking asshole. She might not have said that last part. Or maybe she did. I don't remember. So, yeah, but that's uh, that's the story of getting fruit snacks at Costco. Ah. <sighs> But that's the thing. I, it's hard to say no to my kids. Like the one kid is really so cute and sweet. It's such it's such a fucking put on. But I'm a sucker for it every time. And then the other one is just um, I'm just afraid of her because I don't want her to I don't want her to hurt me. Even though she's a fraction of my size, I still you know she was pretty good at karate, and uh, she's had a few she's had a few victims so far, which is you know. 
more I, I've I've punched a grand total of I think zero people in my life, and uh, she's already uh, just in I think second grade alone is up uh, up on that total by about two on me, and uh, it's it's one of the, it's one of those things too where you you wonder what would happen you know when you have kids like geez I hope you know I hope I hope they don't uh, hope they don't get in too much trouble uh, I hope they're good kids I hope they're kind but I hope they don't take shit from anybody either uh, but then for me like uh, you know I've never I've never been in a fight you've used words instead of actions uh, so the first time that you get a call from the principal at the school, uh, to say, uh, yes, hi, this is the principal, uh, and your daughter uh, was in a fight today. I said, oh, my God, what What do you mean? What happened? Uh, well, so-and-so, uh, she tripped and fell on the ground, and then one of the boys laughed at her, and so she walked up to that boy and punched him in the face. <laughs> and, then, and then when you hear that that's the reason, that's, that is the extent of the fight, is some asshole laughed at my daughter, because she tripped and fell on a patch of ice. And then while he was standing there with his friends, she walked up and just drilled him right in the face. And then this, this little son of a bitch went and cried to the, whoever, to the principal about it. So that when you, when you hear like, Oh, that's it. So this, this asshole was making fun of her and she didn't want to take it. And so she walked up and set him straight and then he didn't bother her after that. Okay, cool. Good for her. And so and the 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 call from the principal is also the tone uh, in both the, there was another incident too. And in both times the principal was to say, "Hey, I'm calling to let you know that this happened." And then the subtext of the conversation is, "By the way, Cam didn't do anything wrong because the people, the person that she punched is one of the bigger assholes in the class." And he had it coming. That's the subtext because the call is to say, hey, as the principal, I need to let you know that this happened. However, your daughter is not in any trouble. That's the end of the thing. You're telling you she's not in any trouble. Uh, just don't let it happen again. And that's it. So they're obviously, you know, completely on her side, as am I. And it's one of those moments, too, where you're like, fuck. Uh, Cam, I need to sit you down and tell you that violence is never the answer. You should be able to solve problems with your words. However, uh, off the record, I want you to know I'm very proud of you for not taking any shit from some jerky kid at school. And uh, also, don't do it again. Unless you have to. (laughs) And you, you hope that they never have to do it again. And then the next time it happens, it's only happened twice. But then the next time it happened, some other little jerky kid, uh, Cam was playing with all of her friends. They had, uh, you know, the crew, as they're called. And they were putting together this little fort. They were on twigs and pine cones, and they were making their little fort underneath uh, one of the playground uh, equipment areas and this kid kept coming over and kicking and wrecking everything that they were doing and so one of the friends said hey don't do that you know what the hell and he laughed and then they rebuilt he came back and knocked it down again and then cam gave fair warning and she said seriously don't do that again or i'll punch you in the face 
so of course, uh, little Einstein came back and did it a third time. And Cameron got up and drilled him in the face. And then, him being him, this is a different kid than the first one, went off and cried to the uh, to the to the authorities, to the, uh, the principal. So we got another call, which was to say, I want to let you know, there's been another incident in which your daughter hit somebody. Also, want you to know, he had it coming. Great, and that's. That's it. That's the end of it. Uh, so, like, it's it's weird because on the one hand, yeah, you don't want your kids to be involved in in altercations. But then on the other hand, if some kids, like, give them a bunch of crap to find out that uh, not only did she stick up for herself uh, in the face of of evil, you know, being being laughed at in the first incident for slipping on the ice patch and some kid some jerk laughing at her and then the second time to go up and not only defend her own honor but the honor of all of her to stick up for her friends like that and to give fair warning too okay first time don't do it again second time hey that's strike two i'm letting you know if you do this a third time it's not going to be great for you and then the third time it happens boom drilled done and here's the interesting thing uh, nothing nothing like that has happened since everybody pretty much got the message i think by that i think by the second incident word had spread like don't mess with this kid uh, so that's why that's also the reason that i buy her fruit snacks when she demands fruit snacks it says dad get me fruit snacks i need these fruit snacks and i say well okay like I said before, I'm spineless. <laughs> Unlike you, <laughs> I have no spine. So here's your, you want one box or 20 boxes of fruit, whatever you want. Just don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Uh, she's such a good kid, though. Man, oh, man. I mean, those those incidents were, you know, she's never she's never bully, bullied anyone. She's never picked on anyone. She's never said a, a mean word to any of her classmates, friend or foe. Um, she's gets along with everybody. All the kids love her. And there were these two separate incidents where two different kids were being jerky and she took care of it. And she, I asked her too, like, Hey, uh, when you had to go into the principal's office, were you, like, were you nervous? Were you? I remember when I was a kid, I once laughed at a joke and accidentally blew a bunch of snot out of my nose and the playground monitors made me stay in the cafeteria for 10 minutes before I could go outside. And I was like practically weeping because I thought, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. So like the fact that Cam has no fear to A, stand up for herself, and then B, walk right into the principal's office. She said she wasn't scared at all. She just walked into the principal's office, sat down, and told her side of the story. She said, I have nothing to hide. I didn't do anything wrong. And I won't, you know, I'm not going to let this stuff happen to me. And if, the, you know, whatever's coming to me, I'll take it. Because she, she said, because I know I was right. And that's totally true, man. She was right. And the principal, and she told her story, and the, the the principal was completely on her side, which was great. But as her father, I know not to mess with this kid, and so I don't, because I'm not that dumb. Uh, anyway, yeah, 
she's had some uh she's had some interesting encounters not just those two uh there was uh this fella who you like to call checkers boy i've told this story on facebook but last year we were out in buffalo for a concert to see the great uh fleet foxes and we stayed at this nice hotel in buffalo and uh I believe it was before we were just kind of hanging out, killing time before the concert, and they had a nice bar area, rec area with big TVs and projector, you know, big screens with projector, high-def projectors and fire pits and uh, uh, little games. They had checkers and they had uh, Jenga, large size, Connect Four, all this stuff. So the kids, there was nobody out there. It was the middle of the day, so the kids were playing checkers. And then this little kid shows up, with his mom, and that's okay. You know, figured he's going to sit. Maybe he'll watch, and he'll wait his turn, and then he can play checkers. And all of a sudden, he starts he starts telling the kids. He starts giving advice on what move to make. He's, to use a word, he's mansplaining checkers to my daughters who are clearly playing checkers the proper way and know how to play checkers. He's also not only mansplaining checkers, but I think I think part of a mansplanation is not just telling somebody, not just telling a female, explaining something to a female, but doing it condescendingly. And also, I think uh, inaccuracy is part of that mansplain thing. It's like if you're if you're mansplaining something, like if if there's a woman who legitimately wants advice and a guy is giving it to her and he's t- you know, okay, that's one thing. When two females are playing checkers and some little bastard comes up and starts explaining checkers and he's doing it incorrectly and they didn't ask for it, I think that's like the textbook definition of mansplaining. What didn't help was in, in addition to mansplaining checkers is his stupid mother sitting there and she's, oh, son, are you helping them? Are you showing them how to play checkers? Oh, you're wonderful. And I'm just standing there like, what the fuck is wrong? Did they ask to play, to be taught how to play checkers? You asshole so cam comes up to me and she's like whispering in my ear like she's like this kid's ruining my day right now she's like this kid is like i don't want to be here anymore i said cam you have every right to be here you were here before him you're playing checkers if you don't want him telling you what to do go and tell him and so she did so she went up and she said i don't want your advice (laughs) i don't want your advice i don't need your advice so then Okay, great for Cam. So then Kalen, my youngest, then he starts mansplaining checkers to her. And he's clearly, I'm wondering if this kid's even seen a fucking checkers board in his life because he's doing it. He's telling her that she can jump this way, this like kitty corner jump. Dude, you don't even know what you're talking about. Go sit down. Sit the fuck down. And mom, by the way, your kid's not as special as you think. Maybe in other things he is, but in checkers, he's a fucking idiot. So shut up. Stop encouraging. Oh, 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 son, are you explaining checkers to these girls? Fuck you. So, and whatever. So the kids finished their checkers game, and then we came back after the concert, and we got to, they got to play checkers, and checkers boy was good. And that's what we called it. Can't, I, I started calling him checkers boy. Cam called him Checkers Boy, and uh, man, oh man, what a bad, I, she didn't call him Checkers, I called him Checkers Boy, she called him Checkers Fucker, which was, I thought was a little much, but yeah, that's, that's, that's fair enough, you know, 
that tracks. The shoe fits. So, yeah, we're I think we're about an hour into this thing. I, th- that's, I think that's good. I want to try and keep this uh, right around an hour every week. So we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. It's time to go, and I want to leave you with one more uh, at the end of this. Stay tuned because we're gonna do another uh, one of those prank calls. Hopefully, hopefully that was enjoyable when Grandma Cliff called Cliff last week. Uh, I think this week's prank call is going to be, I believe it's Uncle Cliff calling Cliff about the the Womack family holiday spectacular. These calls were back just before Christmas uh, and when the uh, when Cliff's family gets together for the holidays at Hilton Head Island and Grandma Cliff called to uh, to to spill the beans on the present that she got him, which was 50 shades of gray slacks because Cliffy likes his slacks. And uh, sorry, Cliff. <laughs> sure you like I'm. I'm sure you're gonna. You're going to drive up here and kill me. And you would have every right to, Cliffy. But again, it's because I love you, buddy. Uh, so this is Uncle Cliff also sharing his enthusiasm about the fact that Cliffy's going to be there for the uh, for the holiday spectacular on Hilton Head Island last Christmas, uh, and then sharing his joy as well as uh, previewing some of the events that were going to take place at the at the uh, Holiday Spectacular on Hilton Head Island. Uh, so I hope you enjoy them. And Cliff, I won't play all of these, but uh, there's a couple more after this uh, next week and the following week that I'm going to play. And then I'll be done, Cliff. I'll leave you alone forever. Don't worry. My goodness. So, yeah, that'll do it. It's uh, I think it's time to go. I hope this podcast was entertaining to you. Uh, it's hard to do a second one. Like the first one you kind of plan for a while or you've got some stories to tell and then the second one you're jotting things down during the week. So if this was worse than last week, um, you know, fuck you. Uh, and and if, if you didn't like it, hopefully next week will be better. That's That's my goal is to make it better every week and hopefully I will. Hopefully there is something in this hour that you thought was remotely entertaining or funny. And if not, uh, man, sorry, dudes. I'll uh, I'll try to do better next time, as they say on PTI. All right, that's it. Uh, happy Friday, everybody. Have a great weekend. Uh, oh, and remember, remember, everybody, uh, positivity is for fucking assholes. Uh, but kindness, kindness matters. Yeah, it does. Okay, uh, that's it. Uh, I got other stuff. There's other stuff I want to talk about. We'll do it next week, though. Okay, something to look forward to. Maybe even, maybe even better stories. Could it get any better than this week? Well, tune in next week and find out. All right. See ya. Later, Gator.
share how excited I am that you'll be joining us this year at the Holiday Spectacular instead of uh, last year when you were unable to attend, uh, as I understand it, due to the fact that you were home toggling your balls for seven straight days. My goodness gracious, Cliff, that's an awful long time for one particular activity. That's how you get blisters, Clippy. That's how you get blisters. Anyways, I wanted to share a few more things uh, regarding the holiday spectacular Womack style. <laughs> That's what I like to call it sometimes. Although it is uh, officially the Womack family holiday spectacular on the island brought to you by Nabisco. Mmm, Nabisco, that sure tastes delicious in my mouth. Now, Clippy, I thought I'd just uh, let you in on some of the information uh, regarding the Holiday Spectacular, as I think this is going to be the biggest one yet. The biggest and the best, Cliff. The biggest and the best. Because, you see, not only are we uh, going to have the whole family there for the Spectacular, but we've planned a few exciting activities that I think you'll enjoy. We're going to have a full day of Bibleopoly, Cliff, that's Monopoly, but with the Bible. And we're also going to have Trivial Pursuit Psalms Edition. Those are the Psalms from the Bible. And we will be uh, playing Trivial Pursuit using only Psalms. Uh, that's uh, in addition to the oatmeal tasting booth that we'll have set up at the party. And, of course, from what I understand now, we'll be having some slacks modeling, which only adds to the flavor of the holiday season. Cliffy, I'm so excited I can barely stand it. Cliff, this is your Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Please give me a call, Cliff, as soon as you can, Cliff. This is Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Call me back as soon as you can. I can barely contain my excitement for the Womack Family Holiday Spectacular 2018 on the island brought to you by Nabisco. Wheat Thins, they sure are good, except when they pierce my gums and my teeth. Okay, Cliffy, this is your Uncle Cliff. Call me back, Cliff. It's your Uncle Cliff, Cliff. Call me when you can, Cliff. I love you. I love you, my baby butter boy. That's a message from your grandmother that she wanted to pass along to me, because uh, I suppose she calls you her butter boy, which I can only uh, presume has to do with that incident with you as a child with that full stick of butter. I don't think I need to go any further into the details of what you did uh, to make that particular stick of butter disappear. Oh, my, Cliff, you sure are a treasure. And I can't wait to see you try on those slacks after we have our oatmeal tasting and Bibleopoly and Psalms Trivial Pursuit at the Womack Family Holiday Spectacular on the island, brought to you by Nabisco. Cliff, I'll talk to you soon. It's your Uncle Cliff. Cliff, give me a call, Cliff. Bye, Cliff. I can't wait to see you at the Spectacular Clip.